0: Welcome back to Bad Talks, man. Thank God for Kay and his, like, curiosity and love of music. You were not listening to opera, but yet you were. (laughs) That was a mixture of It's a Man's World with James Brown and the great...
1: Late Pavarotti.
0: Yes. And Kay, talk about that song a little bit. Well,
1: you know, people did not understand how many barriers James Brown was was able to, to break down, to cross over. Um, as well as to to cross over and include um, other popular artists uh, of that time. And when I first came across this duo um, with the late, great Pavarotti and James Brown of This is a Man's World, Some years ago, I was just floored and amazed at the versatility of both Pavarotti and James Brown in unison. It's amazing. So um, I I hope you guys don't get offended, you women, that uh, that that would be out in uh, podcast land. Um, But understand the context of the song. It is a man's world. This is a man's world, but it would be nothing without a woman or a girl. Most women stop right there. It's a man's world. A man's world. No, keep listening, sweetie. Keep listening. What James Brown is simply saying is, yes, this is a man's world, but it wouldn't be nothing without a woman or a girl.
0: Yeah. Kay and I were taking a walk in the wilderness, literally, but it was beautiful. We were doing a bit of a hike yesterday, and we just started talking about the topic of a man being on a mission and how that could somehow, sometimes either derail a relationship depending on the reaction of his partner to that or how the relationship can actually be strengthened to help that man meet his mission. And really, you know, what it means to put it into context is that when it comes to a man fulfilling his mission, a man really focuses kinda on three things throughout their lifetime. One is themselves, developing who he is as a person. Two is family, uh, making sure that he takes care of his family. And third, building his legacy through his family, but also through what he does in his life and the impact that he has on others. And it can be tricky when you're in a relationship with a man that's on a mission, because either you align with that mission Mm -hmm. that that man is on, or you may not align. And we're going to go deeper into that. But I wanted Kay to kind of talk from the male perspective of this, because we were just having kind of an aha moment of discussing how sometimes a woman can, you know, you can be getting a lot of attention from your mate and also they can kind of withdraw. And sometimes you immediately think, are they cheating on me? Have they lost interest? And they could be giving you signals and saying things to you, but because men aren't as verbose, it may, the message may not be very clear. So they could be saying to you, you know what, I'm really going to pull back a little bit to focus on this. And it doesn't mean that they love you less. It's just them trying to really set things up for your future and how you react to that could either like, detour the relationship or again it could strengthen that relationship and and make it stronger
1: most definitely and i understand both sides um of that argument um and again this is in no way shape form to demean our women out here you guys are really the pillars Um, of society and I've used this analogy for years if it were not for women men would have killed uh, we would have killed ourselves off a long time ago Um, you guys provide so much balance and so much influence and as Eno stated when we went on our hiking trail on yesterday um, just having good dialogue good conversation um, the art of of a man's mission came into play Um, so this is again specifically for our women uh, but also for our men, because I sometimes think that we men find ourselves in a particular arena or a particular phase and we just don't know how to put it into words. So as Elizabeth was talking about this and she was talking about the man's mission that man normally operate in three phases, you know, getting to know themselves as men, family and legacy, it made so much sense. So honestly, she enlightened me as far as the terms that can be relate to the different phases that we're in. So let me start off with saying this, women, you all give us the ability. To feel like kings or to feel like paupers i can stop right there and you can l- listen to the crickets all day you give us that ability now i know you would say well if you're a man you don't need me to affirm or to confirm who you are ah true but not true yes we as men do we know who we are some of us <laughs> that may be we also know the power that you all have why do you think that we always try to have you on our side you guys add another element I'm not sure if out there in podcast land, if some of you all are are spiritual or not, maybe you know, history, maybe you don't, but, and this may ruffle some feathers, but that's okay. I'm used to ruffling feathers. When God created man, man was alone and it was not good for man to be alone. Man got tired of Adam simply naming all of the animals. Think about that. Adam named all of the animals, according to scriptures, elephant, lion. Tiger, mosquito, fly. Can we keep going or do we need to stop? I can go on and on and on. And I think it got to a point where God realized, okay, ho, 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 ho. This dude is just naming animals. I've given him all of these luxuries, but it's something missing. And that's when he decided to put Adam to sleep. And when Adam awakened, he awakened to the finest specimen ever known to man. And that was one man. So it is an it is a credit to the female species because you guys are the ones that help us to see what our vision can be. But you can also, if you're not careful, you can also consider breaking or you can lead. It can lead to breaking our vision. When a woman trusts in a man, she trusts him to take care of her, to protect her, to love her, um, to provide for her and rightfully so. But believe it or not. As you know, has already spoken on when a man is wanting to provide and be that provider and be that protector, that lover, all those things. There's a period of time where a man has to focus on that element. And a lot of women can't take it. A lot of women may feel like, is it another woman? Yes, it is another woman. His vision is the other woman. I said that once to someone years ago, and it threw them so off. They still got mad, but they were getting mad about the vision. They didn't—they just heard, yeah, the other woman is my vision. They didn't hear the vision portion. I remember that. They didn't hear the vision. They just heard, oh, yes, it is another woman. That other woman right now is my vision. And they found themselves arguing about something that was related to a vision because they only heard the other woman was, and I guess they went dark after that. When I came back around after they finished doing all of their, I guess, uh, expression, you know, expressing their their anger towards me and what I had said, I said, do you realize what you're angry about? I said, you're simply angry because I said, right now there is another person. There is another thing. There's another woman if that's what you want to, to talk about. And it's my vision. And the reason that this other woman, the vision is involved and taking up so much of my time is because this vision... If this vision is accomplished, it will not only set me as to who I think I can be, who I am to be, but it will also set anyone who's willing to take that journey with me. Notice I said who's willing to take that journey. Not a lot of women are not willing to take that journey because, again, it's it's, it's somewhat offensive for a man to put something else in front of you. If it's for the greater good, ride with him. Because, you know, if you know that he's not doing anything else other than trying to focus on his, vision, whether it's his education, his school, whether it's his business, whether it's his health, whether it's his spirituality, whether it's his kids that you guys may not have may not have procreated with, but he had kids prior to meeting you. It could be a number of things you got to be able to ride with him because what a man does. If that man sees that, wow, she's upset about this. I just told her I had to work an additional two hours tonight and she's flipping over that. You've already lost him because now he sees, wow, I don't think she would be able to follow me in the bigger picture if she can't follow me in this one. Eno brought some very good points yesterday, and I want her to elaborate on that because it's always good to hear the woman's perspective, um, um, based on this type of mission that us men, yes, we do operate in three different phases.
0: Yeah. And I can speak to it because I've experienced it, you know, where I've been in a relationship before where there was someone that was so heavily focused on their mission that I would always say, man, I feel like that's your mistress. And they would say, yeah, it is similar to the conversation Kay had and I would be like offended because I would be stuck on the mistress aspect of it but in looking at where they are now and and what they had to do to achieve the goals of where they are now I understood they were just focused on their mission because that was a part of the development of themselves Mm -hmm. their legacy and their future for their family and so it's just taking yourself out of that 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 mindset and I think it's a challenge for women too because we multitask really well. We do a lot. And I just use this example. There's two examples I have. The first one is just as a mom or as a sister, daughter, or a resource to friends. I'm sure there's been moments you've been focused on something you're trying to hammer out. But someone may call you or someone may interrupt that flow. And because you are a woman and and women tend to be more nurturing by just, you know, we are more of nurture, have a nurturing ability. We may multi-focus or split focus on the task and break away, even though we're frustrated because we've been moved away from our mission mm. because that's part of what we do. Um, the the other example of that is athletes. You know, we always see athletes winning. We see the output of uh, their hard work and their results, but no athlete is an athlete on their own. An athlete is cultivated through having the right coaching, by having exposure to parents that may have been supportive through that process, friends, peers that pushed them Mm -hmm. to be be better at that particular Mm -hmm. thing. We don't see the sacrifices that have been made along the way, the partnerships, the friendships, the relationships that have been put on hold for them to pursue that mission of winning that particular championship or event. But those people that support them along the way often recognize that they had to put them off somewhat. It didn't mean they loved them less or they didn't appreciate their impact or influence or their relationship with them, but they understood that the nature of the focus they needed required them to put more energy into the other thing. And I think when you can support someone through that journey or align with them through that journey and communicate your feelings, it's okay to be like, I'm frustrated you are spending less time with me. I'm frustrated that I don't feel as valued right Mm -hmm. now. But talk through it mm-hmm. and understand, but I don't want to affect like what you're trying to accomplish, just like I know you don't want to affect what I'm trying mm-hmm. to accomplish. It's a conversation. That's right. And I think the reason that some relationships shut down is because as soon as, especially on the male perspective, and I had to learn this. They see that you're not aligning or understanding like, look, this is a priority. I love you. You're here. You, I, I, I'm doing this for us. It's mm-hmm. not just about me, but I'm building this legacy for us. It's just it creates such a a loyalty like if you can talk through it, work through it, and then there's the other piece of it. you may not align with that guy's mission, you may need more time, you may need more quality interactions at this point in your your life. you may not want to make that sacrifice of watching someone wait five, ten years to build a business or to build their athletic career or whatever. And that's okay. Recognize that and be willing to step away and let that person pursue their mission because you guys aren't aligned and, and, and mm. everyone is not aligned.
1: That is so true. I think it's a way of testing ourselves um, because when it's all said and done, that is what dating is supposed to be, right? We're getting to know ourselves. We're getting to know our partners. We're getting to know what we can handle, what we can't handle. We're we're We're, we're willing to learn if I can ride with him or her throughout this journey, Uh, or if no, I need to abort this mission and let him or her continue on their own journey and mission. And that's fine. When I hear legacy, what the the first thing that comes to mind is something that's left behind. That's simply what legacy is. I know to all you scholars out there, you probably have a more eloquent way of, of defining legacy, but to me, it's simply leaving something of value behind. So if that man is in that phase of his life He's looking to leave something behind now you can fill in the blanks as to who is he leaving or what is he leaving this particular thing behind to. well it could be to his spouse, it can be to his wife, it could be to his kids, his mother father it could be to anything okay it could be to a charitable to a charity but legacy holds a lot of water and it does come with a with a high price. There are some individuals who've lost relationships because there was a significant other, a boyfriend or girlfriend, that just couldn't ride along with them. Some of you all out there in podcast land, you probably are musicians. You probably are artists. You probably are med students. I mean, you can tell the story better than we can because you know what it means to do a residency for seven more years, which means that you are unable to have the type of relationship you would like because of the bigger picture. My brother, Eno, um, um, who has his PhD, I remember he told me when he attained his PhD from the university of florida um he said man you know it's been 10 years 10 years of me sacrificing that me and my, me and my girl who's now his wife um uh, we've not been able to have the type of intimacy the time spent we wanted because we both saw the bigger picture and just to let you guys know that they've been married Now, i think it's 20 years they've been married uh, two kids I you know uh two boys uh, But it took both to see the bigger picture. I'm not going to say that my now sister-in-law did not feel a certain way when my brother was unable to spend the time or to give her a phone call or whatever the case was while he was pursuing his bigger ambition and dream. Because it didn't include her. But when you think about it, it did include her. That may have made him want to fight even the more for this vision and dream. okay? Because this is a mission that he was on. And that's why I say again, he's very accomplished. He's uh, in in his uh, career, in his profession. And guess who again is right there, along beside him. I didn't say they didn't have. They haven't had any issues throughout their marriage. Every relationship struggles. But again, I'm looking at the big picture, and here they are, 20 years in.
0: And I would just say for the men out there, don't be afraid to communicate with your partner about how you're trying to accomplish something don't leave it up for her to figure out have the conversation you know just like the song says it's a man's world but it's nothing without a woman Woman
1: or, girl. <laughs> or a girl and, and,
0: and so that partnership can help you to get more resourceful about mm-hmm. how to get closer to your mission and when you have a partnership with someone who's aligned with your mission What's the saying? You go further, right? You go further. You go further. You know,
1: when you have remember two heads, in my opinion, especially if they have the same mindset uh, for greatness, two heads are better than one. Yeah. Birds of a feather flock together. Remember, men in this life and as men um, of, of our families, men uh, with our wives. We're to hold these four principles. Some of you all may take this as a spiritual awakening. Some of you may frown on it. That's okay. Remember, this is our conversation. Me and Eno are having, and we're just inviting you guys in to listen to it. So a man, you, can, you are to be king, priest, prophet, and protector. I'll say that again. The four principles of being a man are to be king, priest, Profit and protector and we'll probably save the details of that show yeah, for another day the
0: next show tune in so thanks again for listening to our show as always and supporting and sending your love we appreciate you guys um, until next time you can uh, tune in and remember to subscribe to future episodes of bad talks on the anchor app itunes google Podcasts, and spotify until next time xoxo <laughs>
1: Oh!